I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. In this entitled parent story, a student gets the shock of her life when her roommate's parents asked to move in with her. My roommate fails at basic adulthood. Her parents expect me to take care of her. After I said no, they want to move in so they can take care of her. I am a 23-year-old woman. My roommate is 22 but failed at basic adulting because her parents failed their job. She presents herself as the cute, kind, understanding, innocent girl when she's with people. I was fooled by this too. It's why I agreed to be her roommate because I thought she was a nice person. But she's a failure at basic adulthood. We became roommates a few months ago and I can't wait to move out next month. At first, everything was normal. Then it got bad. She fails at basic cleaning. She let her pet starve and live in its own feces. I think she should be reported for animal abuse because that poor animal would have been starved to death already if I hadn't been feeding it. She made the house dirty. Hair everywhere. Mess in the kitchen. A weird smell from her room. And I've been doing all the cleaning. She only cleans when I get really angry and tell her to clean up. And I really hate how she always pulls the innocent little girl thing whenever I tell her your bad hygiene has damaged our living conditions. A few days ago, she caused a little drama in our school because she disappeared for two days straight, didn't respond to anyone's calling and texting, and people thought she'd gone missing. I panicked too, because the area we live in isn't very safe for young women. I really don't like her, but still, I don't want anything bad to happen to her. Eventually, yesterday, she returned home looking normal and said she'd gone over to a friend's place. Her parents had panicked and somehow got my number. I told them she's returned home safely. They told me they believe their daughter is now depressed or something. There's no diagnosis though. She stopped going to school all of a sudden, refuses to talk to them. They couldn't hear from her for days, etc. I was weirded out because I didn't notice she actually has dropped out. I do notice she's been home a lot, but we have different schedules. So I didn't think. I told them she'd return home safely, but they couldn't calm down. Now the annoying part begins. We are in another country for college, so we're both far away from home. I understand that they worry about their child's safety. My parents worry about me too. Therefore, I always text them to let them know what I'm doing and that I'm safe. But my roommate's parents, I can see why she became distant from them. Ever since her mum got my number, she constantly rants about how they think her daughter is depressed and requires help. Her daughter wouldn't talk to her. She's heartbroken and desperately wants to know how her daughter is doing. She talked about how they were very protective and strict about parenting when she grew up. No wonder she fails at basic adulthood. They didn't teach her anything. Because her daughter once left the house for two days and didn't contact anyone, she now believes that her daughter is never home. Ever since she got home, her mum has texted me four times from 10 p.m. to 8 a.m. asking me if her kid's at home. And I say, yes, she is, but she wouldn't believe me and she'd just keep talking. She even asked me if my roommate would pretend to be home but is actually out. I told her that's impossible because our bedrooms are connected and I can hear if she's home or not. She just kept talking about how her daughter is so weak and helpless and she needs help. 
I can tell they definitely spoil their fragile little angel. She asked me how far our apartment is from our campus. I said it's 20 minutes walk and 10 minutes bus ride. She thinks a 10 minute bus ride or a 20 minute walk is too much work for her child. I've stopped responding to her texts because they're annoying. They even tried to pay me a hundred bucks to take care of her, like take her out to dinner or something like that. But I politely refused because why the frick should I do that? Why is your daughter's messy life my responsibility? After I politely said no, the mother said she needs our address because she's going to come to this country and move in with her daughter. Then she's going to take her daughter home. Oh my God, lady, you really need to calm down. Of course, I said no to her. She said she wished I could sympathize with a heartbroken, lonely mother. For God's sake, I have my own life. Lady, I understand your situation, but really, I am not your daughter's babysitter. After her parents realized I don't give a frick, they tried to get our address from my other friends. Some of the parents in our school, those parents whose kids are all from our country, have this group chat in a chatting app so they can know about how their kids are doing at school. I honestly think this is so unnecessary because most of us are at least 19. How can a 19 year old need your daily checkup? But after witnessing my 22 years old roommate fail at basic adulthood, I started to understand why these parents have such a group chat. Her parents found the number of a friend of mine from this group chat and started texting her. They asked her where I live. Thank goodness my friend didn't tell them. She let me know about their actions instead. She was asking what was going on with all these messages. Here's what happened after they couldn't get my information from my friend. My friend politely told them she can't help them and I ignored their text for a day. Then I told them politely to stop contacting me and that I'm not going to let them live with me. Her mum replied saying they'd finally convinced their daughter to come home so they're not going to bother me again. Thank goodness. I'm completely fine with it if her parents just want to quickly stop by our place and take her home. But when they first mentioned this, they meant to live with us, not quickly stop by and take her home. They know their daughter isn't willing to go home, so her mother thought it would be a good idea for her to come and live with us. I absolutely do not want to be forced to live with some random old lady who I know nothing of, who has a completely different lifestyle and schedule. I don't think I'm being cold or selfish by doing this. After all, I am paying half of everything for the apartment, and it says in the lease, you can't just bring someone else to live in the house without an agreement. I want to state that I'm not being cold and cruel to my roommate and her parents i understand that she's probably suffering from depression and her parents worry about her but her actions have seriously affected my life and our living conditions her pet is a guinea pig and she keeps its cage in our living room and because she rarely cleans it the whole living room smells like its feces the poor animal never asked to be adopted by someone like this i've been feeding it water and food and i believe if i wasn't there it would have been dead already. She would literally leave her pet completely alone for two to three days, not giving it any food or any cleaning. Again, the poor thing lives in its own feces. So many times I've had to knock on her door to get her to clean the dang cage. She also leaves mess in the kitchen and the bathroom. I've been doing most of the cleaning. I think I deserve to live in a clean house and the house wouldn't be so dirty if I lived alone. When my roommate first stopped caring about her pets and hygiene, I tolerated her. Even when I was angry about the dirtiness, I always made sure to speak to her in a calm and neutral voice. I always simply told her, hey, your pet really needs cleaning. Hey, the sink is quite dirty after your dinner. I never called her names or cursed her. 
The only time I raised my voice to her was when her pet's cage started attracting bugs and flies. I was so angry, but even that, I only said, you should give your pet to someone else if you can't take care of it. Your pet is attracting flies into our home now. I chose to tolerate her for months because I remember when I was younger, I too suffered from depression and couldn't function very well. So I thought she deserved to have some time to improve as I did. But none of my kindness and patience has worked out. Her actions not only affect me, but an innocent living thing. So please, do not think I am cold or cruel to her. I'm really not. About her parents, I showed my kindness and patience too, because I totally understand why they were so worried about her. Your child's living in another country, is probably depressed, is distant from you, and would disappear from home for days, and the only one you can contact is her roommates. Yes, I understand this 100%. That's why I agree to let them get my number text me day and night and i answered all of her mother's nonsense questions i also made sure to speak politely to them even when i really was upset with them but it's become clear they don't respect my privacy and boundaries i'm totally okay with helping them confirm if their daughter is safe at home but i can't let them assume i'm willing to be her babysitter also what kind of babysitter is only worth a hundred bucks I've got my own life, my own school to deal with, and I don't have all the time to deal with their family business. It was also very shady of them to harass my friend for my privacy. I am also living by myself in another country far away from my family. Do my parents not worry about my safety? She's not the only one who has loving parents. She's not the only one who has difficulties living in another country alone. I cried a lot when I had difficulties in another country. My parents worried sick about me as well, but they never tried to move in with me against me and my roommate's will. They also never harassed my friend to get my information. I too once suffered from depression when I was younger. And so did lots of my friends, but none of us were this dirty and lazy when we went through all of this So no, i'm tired of tolerating all of her actions I plan to let our local animal shelter know about this as soon as tomorrow I will definitely want them to either take the guinea pig away or give it to someone better I don't mind taking care of it when I move out and live in my new place The poor thing has been suffering from her also about the parents group chat I am totally fine with parents caring about their children's life But seriously, the big reason why they have this group chat is because we have so many immature, childish, irresponsible students in the campus who are from my country. And it's always the parents who've raised them this way. I've had friends, I'm talking about friends from my country, in our school, that went through very similar things. Like they're forced to live with irresponsible students from our countries. They're forced to do all the cleaning for the whole house because those spoiled children wouldn't. When I talked to a friend of mine about this, he told me, We have way too many students from our countries acting like your roommate in this school. This is nothing new. And trust me, it's always the parents. Now look, I don't exactly know which country Opie and her friend comes from, but but what is going on there? Has this country in particular got some issues with producing parents that don't know how to parent and kids that are just very immature and can't adults? It's very strange. From your behalf, Opie, I would say just block her parents. Forget they even exist. They have nothing to do with you. It's their choice whether they want to get involved to such an extent as they're doing, but then trying to get your private information, constantly harassing you. Nah, you don't have time for that, as you said. Sack them off, block them, and 
just try and forget about the situation. Now, moving on to the pets. OP has actually posted quite a lot in various different subreddits about how to deal with this guinea pig, looking for advice across the internet as to what to do. I'll chuck some images up on screen now. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see these posts on r slash guinea pigs, pretty much just saying, what on earth do I do? My roommate treats her pet like this and I'm clueless. Can you help? What should I do in this situation? So clearly OP is a very caring individual. I rate you highly, but her roommate, wow. Useless. I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. I never thought it would happen until it did. Entitled Mum Got Mad at Us, a lesbian couple for existing. Actually, this has never happened to us so overtly before. We've gotten stares, weird looks, whispering about us, even a parent or two making sure their kid didn't go near us. But nothing like this. My wife and I have been together for 10 years and married for eight. The state legalized marriage equality before Obergefell. Yay. PDA isn't common for us, but my wife has done amazing trauma work and is now more affectionate overall. I am proud of her. Sometimes this means affection in public. We'll hold hands, use honey and pet names, briefly kiss, sit by each other, nothing out of the ordinary. Anyway, we went to travel up north. If you're Midwestern, you know what this means. The species Homo Midwesternus naturally seeks out magnetic north and water sources for summer fun. Unfortunately, so did all the other people. We couldn't leave until after work, so we got stuck in traffic and decided to stop at a diner on the way. Even more unfortunately, this was the place that had elected Michelle Bachman, though we didn't realize at the time. This was before COVID and we hosted a few exchange students. We had our temporary daughter, a 16-year-old girl, with us. You can't have the American experience without going to the lake. We go in and sit down. It's one of five or so locations of a regional diner we like. Amazing shakes, reasonable food portions that you can actually eat in one sitting, a 1950s theme. I guess this entitled mum thought we were back in the 1950s. AC inside is too cold for the temperature outside. My wife and I are on the same side of the booth and we're trying to keep warm by sitting shoulder to shoulder and holding hands. I hear a young kid ask, why are two girls holding hands? Is that their kid? The entitled mum at the next table doesn't answer. Instead, can you not do that? My kids, this is a family restaurant. I mostly just observe this because I am beta around conflict from childhood trauma, but I'm confused and just said, uh, we're just cold. Not do what? That gay stuff. Don't get sexual with each other. There are kids. It's clear in the Bible that what you're doing is wrong. And think of the example you're setting for her. She gestures to our 16 year old. My wife is something when she's mad. I love hearing her yell at someone else. She's also an ex-evangelical and knows her Bible. Jesus never mentioned gay people, she says quietly through clenched teeth. You can check that. It's not in the red letters. And the word homosexual in Leviticus is a mistranslation. It is not. You can't just twist something holy any way you want. She stews for a bit, during which time my wife kisses me on the cheek. 
We're not perfect. We kind of like messing with people. She goes off again, louder. Stop it. You're disgusting. I don't want kids to see that. And you're grooming your own daughter. Luckily, I don't think our 16-year-old knew what this woman meant by grooming. Connotation versus denotation is hard for non-native speakers. But she caught on to the part about kids. All the while, I was trying to bite back swear words and make sure the wife doesn't go off. I'm fine. I'm on an exchange. We have these families in my country too. I think you're disgusting. You are dying. I didn't know our 16-year-old had the linguistic confidence to argue in English, and I suspect a mistranslation. I'm pretty sure she meant your ideas are dying and you're old. Now, while I do agree with you, OP, I'd like to think that she also meant that this entitled mum is just dying. That's harsher. I'm puzzling over what our 16-year-old said when the waitress asked if we'd like to move. No food yet, so that's fine. I thank her for looking out for us. She's busy serving tables, including the entitled mums. The rest of the meal passes without further incidents and we get our delicious shakes. But the waitress says to us, I accidentally dropped her sandwich on the floor. I was going to ask for a remake, but then I heard her going off on you. I assume she let that entitled mum eat floor food. Well, that is definitely what she deserved. Wow. Your daughter's reply sums it up. Yes, I agree. She's living in the 50s. Come on, what are you doing, woman? It's 2022. Live a little. Understand what's going on in the world. You bigot. I really love that you hit back on the Bible stuff, saying that no is actually a mistranslation. I didn't know that myself personally. But when the woman said, you can't just twist something holy any way you want. Yeah. The irony there, unreal. It's just odd, right, that homophobes still exist on the one hand. And second of all, that they tell you not to be sexual. Like, you're not allowed to hold hands. It's not sexual. Even kissing is not sexual. Come on. Is this a little peck on the lips? Sexual. I mean, what? It's as if you're having sex right there and then on the table in the 1950s diner. Come on. Who cares? Not me. And also, click on this playlist, you lovely little people. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.